Welcome back to Of Dyson Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, your host and DM, and this has nothing to do with anything, but it's really weird driving here at night now with daylight savings. I kind of hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. a pitch black it's wasteland. I'm not alone in that. Oh, no, not at all. It's so weird watching the sunset at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're not up in Iceland. No, Alaska. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, it's nice having dark vision. doesn't bother me at all. Ah, all right. <laughs> Actually, true story. Joey and Finian and I went to Iceland. And Joey, you slept like 14 hours a night. We could not wake you up because there was like four hours of sunlight a day, right? You're like, that, leave me alone. It was like four hours of sunrise. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it, it was very cool, but and unusual. It was four very hours cold. of sunrise, four hours Freezing. of sunset. Mm-hmm. Jeez. <clears throat> we had a good time. Hey everybody, Nolan here. Glad to be back playing Mo the Monk. Uh, yeah, the the whole daylight going away thing is pretty sad. I don't know, but um, weird enough, my my fun fact of the day is actually it revolves around that. Oh. So the people of Athens, they did you know that they typically get up um, around twelve, around noon? <laughs> no. Well, it's because dawn is really tough on Greece. Wow. Are you uh, proud of yourself? No. <laughs> Never. Nolan, go sit in the corner. Wasn't that like the whole marketing campaign of Ajax Cleaner back in yep. the day? <laughs> Hi, Strong. I'm Greg, and I play uh, J.R. Randstar. And today I just like, we're all voice actors, and I just kind of like to honor one who we lost recently, Kevin Conroy, the voice mm. of Batman. He was the oh. voice of Batman when I was a kid. I just like to say rest in peace and for thanks for all the great work he did. Mm. He was the voice of Batman yeah. as a kid. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't want to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rachel. I play Tana, who has a fiery temper. Nothing at all like me. Um, really whatsoever. I really couldn't be playing a character that was any farther than 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 me um and i definitely was not just threatening to stab aaron with a mechanical pencil aaron why on earth would you do that because i was talking slowly about matters of no importance to anybody at all aaron in great detail i'm i'm, I'm sorry hi this is aaron and i play finian the elf sorry for that unwelcome interruption from finian shh down <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is Eric. I play He and the Scion, and uh, everything I say is just an allegation. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> All right. I guess it's time for our story to continue. Oh, don't sound so happy about it, DM. Oh. <laughs> Here we go again. Boys, lift up your glasses and cans, please. I have a Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> You're an adult. <laughs> To our three best friends, Jack, Jim, and Jose. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. Chapter 16, Bad Apples. The five of you stand on a small fisherman's boat, soaked from the rain and from killing a sea monster last episode. We didn't kill it, it swam away. Oh, you're right, you're right. Just gave it a bad tummy ache. I tried. <laughs> well, it tore out its gills. I tried. It was in a bad place by the time it left. I'm curious. Yeah. What was going on with Finian? Sorry, I am asking is Rachel right now. Because like he oh, went from yeah. like a nice, yeah. 
sweet elf vegetarian to I'm going to tear out your gizzard. There's a there's something that goes on for Finian when he uh, takes the form of a of a beast. Um, he kind of assumes some of the personality characteristics of that creature uh, and a crocodile is a pretty terrifying creature. They are kind of like sociopathic cold-blooded killing machines. So oh. once they latch on, they don't want to let go. Mm. That actually makes a lot of sense. And it's really scary. Maybe <laughs> you should just stick with cats. <laughs> Back to you, Joey. Small cats. If you have a ball of yarn, watch out. <laughs> Dalra, the woman responsible for accidentally luring the monster to their shore, has backed away from the five of you. She leans against the railing of the ship, but she grips tightly with one hand, the other holding her wide-brimmed hat against the rain. Heen, she looks to you. You're, you're impersonating a seeker. Had I been a real seeker, by your words, I would have killed you instantly. Four people have died because of what I did. I accept my punishment. Sorry, could I, what exactly did you do? You said you put your hand in there, you unleashed magic. What does that mean? I, I don't know. I, I'm not a spellcaster. I just I, I just tried to put magic in the ocean, really. I, I thought maybe it would attract fish, and it did, but it's so much worse. Like every mage, I just caused disaster. Did it occur to you that there are just frightening creatures in the deep, and that creature may have come here regardless? Did it occur to you that maybe you did feed your village and you just happen to feed a massive angler catfish as well? Don't be the first to blame magic. It might not always have a happy ending, but it's about the wielder, not what you're wielding. She seems to be thinking through this, mulling this over. Along with our DM. (laughs) I will let you in on a secret. What is the difference between magic and psionics? Well, psionics is, is different. It, it takes discipline and, and time. Magic is just explosive and chaotic. It's a mess. And you think that, that young gith do not struggle and some die? Is, is that true? It is very true. The only difference is much of that is hidden. Psionics is more difficult, yes, and thus less destructive, but it is also so limited. The mages that destroy our world do so because they are undisciplined, and I think if we find a way to control that in the same way that we, the Gith, have found to control psionics and come closer to the goddess, perhaps a lot, no, much more good can be done. Fine. I get it. My punishment is to live with the gifts of what I've done. Just, please, no more of this. This... I'll... I'll take you back. I'll take you to shore. Just leave Inca front. Don't come back. She'll quietly return to the helm and sail back to shore. I'll cross my arms, look at Heen. Just to, just to clarify, 
You think that psionic magic is somehow less dangerous than, say, fire or thunder? I'll look at JR. Seems to me, Heen, that you're really just a mage in denial. Or on a bad day, you might just be a hypocrite. Something to mull over. Tana, I'm... What is the difference between a butcher and a surgeon? The type of knife they're wielding? The precision with which they wield it. I don't know. I knew some pretty precise butchers. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I am merely suggesting that using a knife for its intended purpose takes far more discipline and training than a butcher's knife. You'll have no disagreement from me on that, Heen, but to say that your magic is any less dangerous than mine would be a huge mistake. Mo, how's your arm doing? Mm. Oh, oh yeah, that still doesn't work. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, wait. All right, Mo, I'll, 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 like, close my eyes a little bit. Are you, are you guys fighting right now? No. I thought no. we promised no. to stop fighting. No, no I fighting. feel like we're fighting. No, no fighting. I believe this is more of a matter of philosophy, but I have a second Philosophy point is fighting. I have a point to make in line with this. There's a, there's, a, there's a confluence of different effects here that we're worried about. One is the lack of control and the other is intent in which magic is used. Just as the butcher could use the knife to carve up the carcass of the animal, so too could the butcher use that knife to murder his neighbor. And we have to look at that in the perspective of how the tool is used and how carefully it's used. Precisely. I think, Finian, you have clearly thought over this much. I have to believe, at least, that magic has potential. Do you really believe that? It is at least what I must believe. And I'm going to walk off to go look into the water. When the ship reaches the dock... Dalra looks at each of you. I was not expecting to make it back to the shore. Why? I have a lot to think about. You thought we would unceremoniously dump your body in the water? (laughs) Yes, frankly. (laughs) Please, just uphold your end of the bargain and leave. I won't tell anyone what you did. Just that we killed it. Dalra, we're heading to the moving monastery to talk. To learn some new techniques. <laughs> right. Some karate. If <laughs> I'll jab JR inside. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> if you decide that you'd like to learn some control, not from me, of course, but some control and knowledge of your magic, come find us. You might find that we're more inviting than those here. She turns to Mo. Does the moving monastery accept mages? I mean, they probably do, but we're more about punching. <laughs> so, can you punch? <laughs> do you have gold? <laughs> not yet. That's not the... You don't say that yet. Oh, okay. They have to commit first. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry about my friend. Um, Mo, when you turn back to face her, she's already walking away. <laughs> Is she walking towards the monastery? <laughs> <laughs> She's walking towards town. Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. We'll we'll catch up. We'll catch you later. Mm. I'll never forget you. <laughs> and presumably you all leave. Yeah, probably. 
post haste, I would say. <laughs> you travel south, following a trail that's sometimes cobblestone, but mostly just dirt. By the time the moon rises, you've passed green plains and peaceful woodlands, but not other people. It's pretty quiet out on the roads. Uh, did you guys ever buy tents? Did you guys get tents or, or any kind of equipment? <laughs> oh, crud. Oh, no, 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 it's tents. Okay, great. Uh, I don't need a tent. Uh, Finian's probably fine. Uh, I mean, if you count the tent that JR pitches every time he sees a pretty young lady. <laughs> that is true. Of course, uh, most tents have like a thick black lining because the sun never goes down. Uh, right. But you all, well, except for Finian, you all grow up here. So I imagine you're fairly well accustomed to going to sleep in light. Neat. So there's a sun and then the moon orbits as well. The sun remains in place. Wow. The moon orbits. Cool world building. Thank you. So do you guys just sleep out like just off the road, just in the dirt? I'm not even wearing shoes. So yes, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that is how I sleep. <laughs> I find a nice but, rock. Maybe like I I take my, my monk gi off and like ball it up to kind of mm -hmm. a pillow. For Mo, I actually buy that. It's comfy. For JR, however. Finian should just turn into a bear and then we can all use him as a pillow. Pretty much I could turn into a critter. <laughs> Actually, that's a fabulous idea. I'm going to dig a tiny little trench and pour some water in it okay. and uh, then take a branch or some clothing and put it over me. I've got a nice little wet mud yeah, structure. Great. It's not great. I should have bought a tent. I didn't think about that, but it's something. It's something. Yeah. I guess I'll just make a little shelter with palm leaves and sit there scowling. <laughs> <laughs> It's at this point. Well, it's probably five hours in. Mo realizes he has a ring that can find ins, but he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, uh, wow! I ch I'm not going to be telling anyone. <laughs> you all have your long rests. Oh, that's Yay! good. Eight hours later, when the moon falls behind the horizon, you all pack up your stuff. Not that there's much stuff to pack. I assume he and you fill in your hole. I mean, it's a nice hole if another gith wants to use it. They can have it. <laughs> and, and you continue following the trail to the next village. As we're walking, I'll just kind of walk up to Finian. Uh, you really went all out on that uh, fish with your crocodile form. Yes. I mean, you're really tearing that thing up. I was surprised. Why does that surprise you? Well, you're usually so peace-loving. I mean, you don't eat meat. In the natural order, everything eats everything. The druid respects this in all in all ways. And in this case, the sea beast chose not to speak to me, but instead chose to eat me. <laughs> Whoops. In turn, I chose to try to eat it. <laughs> so being in the alligator form didn't change your mind? Crocodile, please. Crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference. Um, occasionally when I change forms, I may take on a little bit of the... Um, mentality of the creature that I've um, chosen to uh, channel. Do you ever fear you're going to lose yourself? And then everything I've never that's... found myself in that situation before. Maybe it just amplifies emotions or sentiments in that moment. So you're never afraid that you're just going to be a crocodile forever? Oh, and never. Then... That would never happen. It's impossible to stay in that mm -hmm. form indefinitely. Why are you concerned about this? Oh, I was just wondering. I mean, I guess I've never really questioned you about being an animal. It's a very liberating experience, really. Hmm. 
I was just curious if you ever wondered if you'd lose everything that made you you. No, there's always be... some kernel of me or any druid in the creature that it, it forms into this shape. It may amplify, like I said, the feelings or sentiments in the moment. In that case, I was defending myself and my friends from this creature and a crocodile. Well, it's a... It's an eating machine. I'll nod and kind of think about that for a second. Oh, good talking to you, Finny, and then I'll pat you on the back. <laughs> just likewise, kind of scratch my <laughs> neck really hard, which was weird, and then just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I love JR. <laughs> I pull my robe back over my head and continue to walk <laughs> with Dergus. During the second night, thunder booms directly above urging JR from his sleep. <gasps> JR, you're just sleeping out in the field, I imagine. Yeah, I sleep in the sun getting that tan. <laughs> you you open your eyes to find no rain and only a single dark storm cloud in the bright sky. Thunder rumbles within it, nearly taking the sound of distorted scrambled words. Though you can't make out the words themselves, the meaning is clear danger now i'll turn around everyone wake up now no i'm tired <laughs> and i'll run over and just start slapping mo in the face <laughs> oh, okay okay man i'll push you off what what is it danger what danger i don't know but we're I, there's danger coming i can't explain it but there I'll, is danger i'll look all around do i sure? see anything i'll draw my sword roll a perception check <laughs> Do you want a group perception? Yeah, everyone roll except for Mo. Okay, good, because I roll terribly anyway. <laughs> I'm still sleeping too, so I'm not gonna. Probably have some because Mo's next perception check, according to Pete, is an 18. But Ooh. then uh, Tiberius says that Pete's next roll should be replaced <laughs> by a 10. What? So, yeah. Wow. That so, can happen? Apparently. That's, that's kind of genius. He did it, and I wasn't going to argue. I think it's great. So, Mo, wow. whatever you rolled became an 18 and then a 10. Okay, okay. That's amazing. I rolled a 13. <laughs> Same. Same. Wow. What? Because I rolled the, you said it was a, it's a 10. Yeah. It was a 10. So yep. all three of us rolled 13s. That doesn't sound Yeah, good. we're so fucked. Creepy. He's asleep, apparently. 20. It's nice and comfy. <laughs> Finian, you see up along the path are a pair of gif in white rogue-like clothing. They seem to be rogue? coming rogue-like rogue? uh, oh. like assassin-type clothing. You've seen this before. Sadiq was wearing clothing like this. Mm-hmm. Where is everybody Everybody in relation to where I'm meditating? I assume you're all meditating. pretty close, yeah, right? We all clustered. Yeah, yeah. Where's Heen? In a hole, I guess. <laughs> in his no one's exactly sure, pod. I suppose. <laughs> well, the first thing I do is I, I go over to where Heen is resting and I nudge him awake. Mm, Heen, no. two seekers approach up the road. <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear that correctly? <laughs> seekers? Two. Approaching up the road. We should probably move off the road and be scarce. Heen, tell us now. Run or fight. <laughs> if we hide, will they sense us? Uh, if they are paying attention, yes. If not, maybe oh, oh, we I can make them stop paying attention. I could go talk to them. I mean, I don't have any magic, so I can distract them. I will the grab Mo by his collar. <laughs> 
Well, no, no, listen, listen. I, oh, okay, wait, hold on. Listen, I'm, I'm looking for the moving monastery anyway, and I don't have any magic. They might be just checking us out. I say we just don't use any magic at all. Tana. Or seem like we can use any magic. You know what, Mo? Go. Don't wait, say anything no, no, about I got magic. It, I got it, I got it. Uh, uh, I recruited you guys. For what? The, the monastery. They're getting closer, so whatever you're going to say, just... Look, you're traveling, with, with, <laughs> you're traveling with an elven druid and a tiefling. They're not going to believe that you've recruited us to join the mon- mm, moving nope. monastery. I cast Disguise Self, and I look like a, a regular plain Jane human. Finian, just keep your hood low. My pig close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just gonna stand confidently in the middle of the okay. road, looking at them the whole time. <laughs> no. As Mo looks back, I'll just give him a thumbs up as he walks up. Mo, Alice, think before you speak. I've never done that before, and I'm not gonna start now. <laughs> the two get uh, one is a bulky, muscular man with a clean-shaved head and face. Whoa. The other is a thin woman with long black hair. The bulky one will eye you suspiciously and kind of slow down. And I'll start waving at him. <laughs> <laughs> he'll look around as if they're about to be ambushed. If they're if they're looking for anything, I'm I'm genuinely just smiling and waving to him. And you know what? I'm actually going to even jog up to him. Okay. Hey guys. Hey, uh, I'm looking for the moving monastery, and I heard it went this way, but I don't exactly know where it went. I've been off recruiting, and you know it's a moving monastery, so I don't know where they went. The woman will nod as you're speaking. Ah, the moving monastery. We passed them, oh, um, a couple months ago down the road. They were near Skystead. Oh, really? Then the man will look beyond you, like over your shoulder. What a peculiar group you travel with. Oh, yeah, this is, I mean, like, we're kind of, I'll lean in and start whispering. whispering. Uh, yeah, we're kind of hitting the bottom of the barrel in recruitment <laughs> on, on the island. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, you know, I mean, you can get what you get, right? Is that true? Have you hit the bottom of the barrel with recruitment? <laughs> I don't want to answer. <laughs> Either make a persuasion or a deception. based Oh, on- oh, you're, oh um... <laughs> Oh man, let's see. How does Mo feel about this? No, he's lying. Mo he's, is lying. Yeah, because he thinks you guys would be good monks. Oh. <laughs> well, I rolled a ten. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was a thirteen. True. Where are the rest of you? Are you just like off road watching? Yeah, I think we're just standing tense. under a tree. Okay, just kind of like watching. We're milling around. Yeah, I've leaned over towards Heen. What do we do if they attack? So, for the record, I'm standing butt-ass naked, coated in mud still, because I haven't <laughs> cleaned myself and put my clothes back on. I'm not getting the clothes dirty, you okay. kidding me? So, so I'm not leaning that close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually standing there, like, swinging my like my walking stick around like I am like I know martial arts. I'm doing maybe, like, something I'm I saw you might do. I'm, like, you know, yeah. like, like a bow staff. Finian, yeah. will you make a performance check for me? <laughs> <laughs> and he, my, my question still stands. I'm I'm making a performance check to show that I'm not a good student yes, and yeah. not being a good monk. Okay. <laughs> not the opposite, but I'm good at martial right. arts. So these people can see that I'm just an idiot he recruited. That's what I'm trying to do. Yes. Yeah. So don't roll in that 20. <laughs> uh, that's a 10. 
Uh, you're perfectly average. It's perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, perhaps try frying them, and I'll give a toothy but anxious smile towards you. But you can tell I am. This is not going to go well. I am not excited. I will give an equally toothy and not very confident smile. <laughs> I'll just shake my head. No, 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 no. <laughs> the muscular gith will look back to you after surveying your unusual party, which apparently includes a naked gith. Covered in mud. He'll put a hand on your shoulder. Do you mind that I take a peek inside? I immediately blush. Um. Uh, okay, listen, man, you can look, but I, I'm not going to be able to explain what you see. <laughs> He'll chuckle, uh, and you feel a pressure as... As you, his telepathy reaches in. And I'm not joking when it's just fan art of Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a serious question. Is he wearing clothes or not? Oh, yeah, but it's like, it's like <laughs> pinnacle man. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's punching like 20 orcs and they're flying back yeah. and he's yeah. flexing and like so mountains like, are cracking behind him. It's heroic, but not oh, yeah. homoerotic. Well, <laughs> 1950s muscle man. Art is subjective. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Uh, he'll peek for all of four seconds before immediately pulling back. And even he blushes a little bit. And he turns to, to the other gith. He doesn't say anything. You get the impression he's saying something telepathically. Um, and she's trying to suppress a smile. <laughs> Hey, hey, guys, what's, what's so funny? Be on your way, she says, <laughs> without making eye contact. And the two continue along the trail, not looking back. I'll be waving to them even though they're not looking at me. The chaos of the situation is making me very itchy. <laughs> you do see the woman's sleeves are singed, huh. interestingly. Yeah. I definitely didn't notice that. Well, as I'm as I'm scratching the chaotic itchies away, there will be some sparks coming from my fingertips, but I'll do my best to keep them contained. And you continue along the trail. <laughs> While we're walking down the trail, um, I guess you've noticed Heen's been kind of distant, a little morose almost. Uh, I'll approach Tana and talk to her briefly. Um, Before we talk, are you naked still? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, That'd good. be uncivilized to travel down the road naked. Certainly. Yeah. <laughs> no, Just my... needed to know whether I needed to ready an attack or not. I mean, my morning ritual includes, you know, scrape it, you know, climbing out of my little mud pit, scraping yeah. it off, trying to recover what water I can, because yeah. I'm still going to need to drink or bathe throughout the day, but wait, the mental image wait, is wait, scraping. Wait, you drink the same stuff that you've been sleeping in? Well, I mean, why not? It's still good water. Oh, my God. It's efficient. You know what? Let's just have this talk. <laughs> as long as it's no, not about what, this topic. That's what you wanted to talk to you about. I mean, I am careful not to get it in my mutton chops because that gets a little difficult. Yeah. I and mean, when you're on the road, you don't have a lot of water. Yeah, so. totally. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, I wanted to convey that my opinion of psionics being less destructive was not accurate. Hmm. Can I show you something? Are you showing me something inside or outside of my head? Ah, inside my head. 
by all means. Because this can be a little disconcerting for normal people, I imagine I'll grab your hand with mine and wait for a minute before you feel like you almost stumble into me. You f- your body hasn't moved, but you stumbled. And now you can briefly see in my head and you see images and flashes of all sorts of memories. And a lot of it happens at the same time. And even though you can't visually see any of this or even process it as a single image, it all happens. And within several seconds, you're back in your body and the impressions of blood and death all done by your hand are, are stuck in your head, but they fade quickly as you've returned to your own body. Your memories are as dark as mine. I am the butcher you say I am. He don't misunderstand me. I don't think you're a butcher any more than I think JR or Finian is a butcher. I think we can all be butchers. I think we can all be doctors. And as you said, it's all what we do with that blade. You have a second chance. You can make this second chance however you want. Just, maybe it's finally time to see yourself for what you are. You're a mage, just like me. It's just a different kind of magic. I'll nod my head slowly, and for a long, dramatic pause, I'll keep walking down the road next to her. The dirt road approaches a small town before long. Surrounded by a low brick wall, there's an older man wearing chainmail who's sitting on a chair where the road enters town. He looks up from his book as you approach, giving your admittedly odd group a funny look before shrugging and tipping his straw hat welcomingly. Welcome to Applestead. If you have any questions, let me know. I'll immediately run up to him. Um, um, the moving monastery, did it, did it pass through here? The, the moving? Oh, you must be Modus. You and, know me? And he'll stand out and reach his hand to shake yours. I'll high five his hand. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mo, you're famous. I didn't know you were famous. I didn't either. Sensei Horace asked that you stay here in Applestead. Said he'd be returning shortly after you arrived. He wait. He he knew I was coming. Yeah, that's right. That's what he said. That's. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised. He's one of the smartest people I've ever met. Um, he he just wants me to wait here. I mean, like I was kind of hoping that I could, you know, go and, and visit Sensei. But well, sounds like he'll be visiting you. Oh well, that's awesome. <laughs> hey guys, good news. We, we just have to wait here, and the moving monastery will, will come, or at least Sensei will. The only way I would know that somebody was where they were when they were out of eyesight would be magic. <laughs> Are you insane? The guard's attention snaps at you. You wouldn't be insinuating that the sensei is a mage, would you? Nope, no, nope, nope. He probably just had spies. And I'll say that like it's supposed to make everyone feel better. <laughs> I am very suspicious of magic users. And that sounds like someone who has some insight beyond just the normal. Or it's just spies. <laughs> or it's just spies. 
just you'll, spies. Uh, you'll have to for, forgive my my group. This is actually my newest batch of recruits. They just haven't oh. seen Sensei's greatness yet, so they're kind of you know. Oh, it's like, you're in for a treat. He does good things around town. He he visits all the time. I told you guys. Mm. Uh, did he happen to say when he was going to arrive? He just said shortly after you do. Oh, that's that's incredible, guys! You, you're you're gonna meet Sensei. What? Why why is everyone not smiling? <laughs> oh, I want to meet him. Yes, I'll high five. Yeah. <laughs> the guard will sit back down on his chair. Anyway, don't cause any trouble. You hear? Oh, of course not. Mo, I ask this purely as a hypothetical, but what is the opinion of magic users here? Is it like? Where we came from and you know um i completely know what hypothetical means and i'm not um, asking for <laughs> any particular reason except to make conversation i'm definitely not planning a magical attack of any sort oh 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 i would i would really really recommend not doing that here i mean those seekers they're you see them every once in a while everywhere and i mean like they'll they'll kill you brutally on spot mm-hmm. i mean people here i mean it's if if someone uses magic, it that rumor spreads like wildfire. I, I didn't mean that. Um, uh, it, it spreads <laughs> like um, <laughs> like chaos fire. Yeah, <laughs> brimstone hellfire. I don't know. Let's hope not. But no, it's okay, guys. L- listen, we're on an island where you guys can't really use your skills, but that's okay. We're gonna learn really powerful tactics: punching, tripping, kicking. Eye hole, uh, uh, eye hole, <laughs> eyeball poking. <laughs> Can I learn to use my staff to attack people better? Of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, I Fantastic. prefer kidney skewers. Is that taught? Um, um, I don't even know what that is, but I'm sure Sensei does. Boys, stop making fun of him. <laughs> what? <laughs> now, now that you're inside. You can see that the couple dozen wood buildings are all arranged around the center of town, where a massive tree overflows with dark, rancid apples. There are four bodies hanging from this tree, and a couple kids standing at its base. What kind of bodies? What kind of kids? (laughs) Gross. (laughs) What kind of apples? Uh, okay, what kind of bodies? Uh, <laughs> naked ones. It seems like their clothes and their dignity were both stripped. But what humans? kind of? But humans. <clears throat> what kind of kids? They're all gross. Uh, what kind of apples? <laughs> <laughs> what kind sour of apples? apples. <laughs> sour apples. Bad apples, in fact. Uh, the apples look diseased. Oh dear. Mo. Uh, yeah. What's up? <laughs> Is it normal? To see bodies hanging from a diseased tree? Well, I mean, like, if you're asking me if I've ever seen it here, no. But, I, like, if you're asking me to, to bet what happened, I bet you those were mages. <sighs> and what happened to the tree? Uh, that's a good question. Maybe we could ask those pleasant-looking children. <laughs> Why don't you ask the pleasant-looking <laughs> yeah, children? Yeah, I absolutely will. <laughs> I'll just saunter on over. No worries in my mind. Yeah. I'm just so excited. Sensei's going to be here. The, <laughs> the the three kids are running and laughing, having a great time throwing rocks up at the corpses. Uh, I'll walk over and then uh, I'll just kind of be looking at the apples and I'll be like, hey, uh, hey, guys, what's what's wrong with the, the apples here? Those look kind of gross. Uh, they'll stop when they see you and one will answer. Oh, hey, mister. Uh, <laughs> cursed. 
That's what mommy tells me. Oh, they're they're cursed. Mm-hmm. Can you eat them? No, that's how the Baron died, silly. Oh, God. Oh, the, the Baron died? Uh-huh. Which... And he'll toss a rock at one of the dangling bodies. Oh, um, who's, who's the Baron here? Baron Luth. Well, he was the Baron. Oh, okay, okay. So it's not the it's not the same Baron as, as Skystead, then. This is how, That's how far a are whole we? different village, you dummy. <laughs> yeah, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wh- when did you get here? Shh, I'm trying to fit in. <laughs> <laughs> I turned to Heen while this is happening. Yeah. This is a desecration. These bodies should be cut down and properly buried. I'm going to simply nod at that, and I'll walk over to, the, to it and uh, start climbing the tree. The, there's some whispers shared among the kids, and you hear the word seeker said a number of times, uh, and uh, they'll disperse the second they see Tana approaching, <laughs> unrelated to those comments, and then you hear, tiefling, tiefling! But, yeah, you're you're left alone in the tree. I definitely wince a couple times as I start the climb, and they're saying these things. Meanwhile, I'm going up to the kids and going, yes, I'm a tiefling. Do you know what tieflings do to young, naughty children? <laughs> no! <laughs> we roast them over a spit and eat them with our sharp claws and fangs. They run screaming. <laughs> I will smile for the first time since entering the city. And then I'll walk over to where Heen is. Do you think that was a good display for those children? It makes me feel better. And let's face it. A grumpy tiefling in a city surrounded by wood buildings and an oh. apple tree? Not a good combination. Fair enough. Let's help Heen. I don't know, Heen. We might be offending their culture. <laughs> if we are offending their culture, um, the damage is irreversible. I'll, I'll kind of wink at, uh, at Tana. <laughs> I think we're in for much more of a treat. I'll look up at the tree, realize I was about to start climbing it, shake my head, and then just project out a sharp blade and just cut down the rope immediately. Try and catch one of them. Uh, I'm a weak man. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled a nine naturally, but that's down to an eight. Uh, It hits you and you you try to catch this body, but you fail and it clatters to the ground and at that moment you hear the guard from before yell hey you're damaging my culture and he'll <laughs> run in. I told you Eames now we have to go to culture sensitivity training again oh no anything but we're gonna get cancelled <laughs> what are you doing I'll push the body off of me as gently as I can and stand back up. These bodies deserve a proper burial, regardless of your ill will toward them as living beings. What are you talking about? One of them corrupted the tree. Why is the tree still standing if it's been corrupted? Don't you see the apples? He'll point at at the... Yes, why hasn't the tree been taken down and burned? Before it corrupts the rest of your food supply and water. Can that happen? Can that happen? <laughs> I don't know, but I would be concerned about those apples. We'll, we'll take it all down once once they've been up there for a while. Don't you know that that kind of rot can spread and cause disease? Make a persuasion check. 16. He, he looks at your 
your antlers, seeing you're an elf. I, I wasn't aware. I'm not in charge of these things, but I can have them cut down. Can you do something about the the tree? How would I do something about the tree? What do you think I'm made of magic? No, no, remove the tree. Oh, I thought you meant to try to repair it. No, no I... tree's gone. It's long gone. We could burn it down. It'd probably be best <laughs> to cut it down and burn it outside the walls of the city. Very well. Well, whatever you think is best. We don't want to ruin the rest of our food. You said this tree is just cursed? That's right. That's right. Coward mage cursed it when many of our guards left for the war. Uh, I'm going to inspect the apples and just try to determine if they were indeed magically. Make a nature check. Yeah. 14. 14 is high enough. Finian, you know that this is not a curse. This is disease. This is actually a fairly common apple disease. Um, sir... Now that I've inspected these apples, this tree just appears to have a blight. No mage caused this problem. And if they did, it was a very low-level magic, I can imagine. He was tried and everything. I, I, Listen, I, I don't know what to tell you. What's done is done. We just need to figure out how to stop this from spreading. The best thing would be to uh, prevent these apples and this tree from coming in contact with any of your other food stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, help me take down these last three bodies. I'll help you cut down the tree. I will climb up next to Heen. Anyone have something sharp? Yeah. And I will hand you a psionic uh, knife. Ballsy. Do not touch yourself with it. It will cut. <laughs> How do I grab it if I cannot touch it? I'll flip it in my hand and hand you the hilt. <laughs> I'm still just kind of grinning cheerfully as I start to cut down the next body. Are you hoisted up on JR's shoulders? No, this or one's hanging you... lower than the rest. We're doing the cheerleader stance. <laughs> Speaking of cheerleaders, where's Mo? <laughs> wow. Yeah, where is Mo? Where are you, Mo? Uh, hiding behind a barrel <laughs> in an alley. Are, Mo, are, you, are you just Mo? watching as we're cutting down the rest of these bodies? Yeah, it'll probably be, you know, a good 15 minutes, and then I'll kind of poke my head out of the alley. And then I'll kind of... I'll, I'll see that the guard is helping him. So I'll, I'll come back over. Oh, oh, you got, you're cutting the bodies down. Yeah, the, the elf says that it could spread. We don't want the curse to spread. Disease is not a curse. Um, sure. Yeah, no, no I, I guess that makes sense. Um, um, hey, hey, uh, who's all, who's all not helping right now with the tree? Me. Hey, hey, JR, buddy, uh, can just come here for a second. I gotta tell you something. Yeah, I'll come over. Hey, by the way, I was thinking, I don't want to be embarrassed around Sensei, so can you show me some karate moves? <laughs> yeah, no, no, we can get on that real quick. Well, I can only show you one-armed karate moves, but listen, man, okay, um, <clears throat> I'll, I'm gonna tell them this, too, when the guards aren't here, but, like, don't don't break the law here. Don't break the law here. I, I cannot believe that you guys did that. Oh, I already heard about their uh, justice system. It's pretty bad. Oh yeah, you're you're guilty until proven guilty. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just listen. We are good noodles. We are good noodles. Oh yeah, I agree. Not not morally gray noodles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna walk over to where Mo and Jr. Are huddled. <laughs> Hey, boys, what you talking about? Okay, listen, Tana, come here. Come what? here. Real what? Quick. I'm here. Okay. I'm what? Okay, listen. I'm listening. I was I was literally waiting for you guys to die right there. Okay, listen, whatever they do, whatever the people in charge do on yeah. this island, yeah. don't get in the way. 
don't get in the way. It's kill first and ask questions never. Well, what about the judicial system? <laughs> what? What's that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no. What happens here is you get arrested and you got you basically go to the Baron and the Baron goes guilty. And then you die. So, so don't don't break the law. So basically, that that tree is the judicial system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Mo. I will. I will really, really try hard. Can I just point out that being good doesn't necessarily mean blindly following laws. Sometimes being good means following your morals. But but the laws are my morals. <laughs> <laughs> he has a point there. <laughs> Mo, you see a small cloud of dust rising from the south, as if many people are walking along a dirt trail. Guys, guys, I think that's Sensei! I think that's Sensei! <laughs> I'm just going to take off running in that direction. Mo, you get to the edge of town quickly because you're a monk and yeah. you move crazy fast. <laughs> you see some 50 people approaching town, many carrying with them large bags and other equipment, clearly these are a nomadic people. They're led by a horse-drawn carriage, and though you can't see who sits within, you just know who this is. Sensei has returned, and that's where we'll continue <laughs> next week. Uh, I'd like each of you to level up to seven before then. Woo! And to the rest of you, thank you for listening. A special thanks to our deity patrons, Linda Mundorf, Tiberius, and Pete M., our celestial patrons, David Green and Ironjaw, and our hero patron, Chris Matowski. If you like our podcast, uh, leave a review. And if you have any feedback at all, feel free to email us at odafpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, the reviews mean a lot, guys. If you want to help us, go write a review. It's awesome. Thank you. <laughs>